in Los Angeles, California. I'm Greg, your host at A Better Love Project. We're live here on TikTok, by the way, at A Better Love Project. Good to see you. Beautiful to be back in California. We're getting ready to watch The Bachelorette tonight at 8 p.m. Pacific time. You want to join us, stay on this TikTok live event after the show. I'm going to talk about insecure attachments these days. The new vibe that I sense, no one's really interested in committing. And we may have caught a generational issue with FOMO. FOMO, ladies and gentlemen, the fear of missing out. We're going to talk about that today. Anyway, today's show is brought to you by Whole Body Complete Wellness of Spokane, Washington, an integrative approach to women's health, chronic migraines, and IV therapy. Thank you, Whole Body Complete Wellness, for your generosity and support of the show. Jesse Palmer, have you heard that name? Do you know who that is? He's the new host of The Bachelorette. We're going to be seeing him in a little bit if you're watching the show with me later. I watched the finale sneak peek of the show, The Bachelorette, tonight. Uh, It's titled the most shocking of all time, question mark. I'm gonna read this to you so you can get really pumped up with me about watching the show later and that you have some context to what I'm talking about tonight, which is the fear of missing out and the idea of dating multiple people at the same time. If you're into monogamy, that might be an issue. Stay tuned, we're gonna get into it. I'm gonna read it right now. As Zach prepares to potentially blow up his relationship with bachelorette Rachel Rakia, and Eric wants to figure out what being bachelor at Gabby Wendy's only man means. What happens in this finale is the most shocking ending in history. And we're going to do it all live on TV. <laughs> Watch The Bachelor at ABC streaming on Hulu. By the way, if any of you who are listening from that network or those streaming services would like to sponsor a Better Love Project, we're trying to help people love more fiercely and in healthy ways. Uh, we'll take your sponsorship. Anyway, I think you'd agree that two things would be wonderful to unfold organically on that show. A show like The Bachelorette would be awesome if two things were true. Now, you're going to have to let me know if you believe these two things are true. And I'll let you know what I believe based on the science. The first, that love and chemistry at first sight is a possibility. And two, that an intense falling in love, right, can unfold with longer amounts of time, even if there's like a bajillion people that you're dating at the same time. So let's ask the audience this question. Would you wanna date other people if you found that with one person? Let me know in the comment section right now. We got Myrtle Beach in the house. Meg says no and no. Meg is joining us from Seattle. Meg, I don't know if you've ever seen one of my favorite movies, Sleepless in Seattle, but that's a beautiful love story. Anyway, so you may disagree with me, uh, Meg from Seattle, but I actually do believe that love at first sight is the thing because I've experienced it before and actually the science suggests it's possible. Second of all, that you can actually fall in love intensely as you spend more time with somebody else. But no, I agree with you, Meg. It's not going to happen if you're dating a bajillion people at the same time, especially if monogamy is what you're looking for. Angelica's joining us from New Mexico. Angelica, thank you for your continued support of the Better Love Project. If you want to be cool like Angelica and our sponsor of today's show, go to patreon.com forward slash Better Love Project and sponsor our project today. Help me pay Radika and Bella and Karina and everybody else who is on our team making this show a reality. We got Erica in the house, by the way. Erica's famous people. I don't think you understand, but Erica's got like a bajillion followers on TikTok. She says she agrees, but 
I would never date more than one person at a time to begin with. Erica, if you want to go live with me right now and talk about this issue, feel free. Next week, by the way, don't miss out on my conversation with Mariana Moreno out in Austin, Texas. She's going to be joining me again as a guest co-host. That's what we're trying to make happen here at A Better Love Project. We want guest co-hosts who can join us and talk about healthy dating and relationships. Erica, thank you. I, I hope to see you in the future on the show. So here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. It is nearly impossible to derive a monogamous commitment from dating multiple people simultaneously, all right? Do you agree with me? Say yes in the comments. If you disagree with me, let me know as well. Now, one person who definitely agrees with me is Seema. Seema Taparia on the reality series Inner Matchmaker on Netflix. She tells all of her clients, if you watch the show, I've watched several episodes now, she tells all of her clients to focus on just one person at a time. It's smart. Here's the dilemma of our time. It's called FOMO, the fear of missing out. Does anybody agree with me? The, the dilemma of our time is the fear of missing out as we come to understand how many options we may have. Now, not everybody's going to have as many options as Erica, for instance. Not everybody's, right? That's not going to, not everybody's going to have the same number of options. That doesn't mean that you don't have options. We got some agreement from our friend Anne as well in Australia. And good to see you. So when it's clear you have options and you may live a hundred years, monogamy becomes more challenging and requires the kind of focus, I'm trying to say, that existed before dating apps. Let me know if you agree with me in the comments live here on TikTok with a yes. Let me describe what I mean by focus. I mean truly living in the moment and choosing the person that's across from you. Now, I don't care if you're, you've been married for 15 years or 20 years or 50 years. You choose your wife, you choose your husband every moment of every day. That's how we talk about love at A Better Love Project on the show. We got some agreement with me in the comments, thank you. You choose them by making eye contact with them and listening to them and all the things that you did when you were on your first date, right? And it doesn't matter if you're just dating, by the way, right? Maybe you're just dating, maybe you're on hinge just dating. If you're following me and my writing online right now, if you've already followed my blog on Medium, medium.com, you can go find me there, Greg Matos, you know that I'm dating. You'll already know my whole life story because I've basically already told it. You know, I was married. I was with that person for over a decade. We had an amazing love. That relationship ended. I'm divorced now and I'm dating. And the only dating app that I'm using is Hinge. And if you want to learn more about that, go read more about what I'm writing there uh, on my Medium page. Erica says, that exact thing is what broke up my marriage. He had too many other options as a general surgeon. Let's just say as a human being with potential and value, which each of us has, I would say we're going to have more than one option. Monogamy, a deep emotional connection, can typically only arise with focus. When I hear about partners who are checking out other people while they're on a date with their wife or their husband, this is a clear example of not being focused. In monogamy, fidelity, good news, is the dominant experience, right? In monogamy, fidelity comes from someone who isn't distracted by attractive people. Now, it's okay that people are attractive. It's okay to admire attractive people. When you're focused on your date, your wife, your husband, whoever, it doesn't matter how many attractive people are around you because your eyes won't wander if you're having an immersive experience. Immersion is the point. Let me welcome a few of our guests who are just joining us right now. We got Amber 
We get Abby in North Carolina. I think that's my cousin. Kat, where are you joining us from? And she asks, is there a way to send you questions privately or anonymously? So this is a public forum. You could ask questions publicly. You could send me an email, greg at a betterloveproject.org. Chicago's in the house. We love Chicago. I went to Chicago uh, in the winter and that was a beautiful experience. They had such good food. That's the one thing I remember. Keep talking about immersion. We got like 15 minutes before the show, The Bachelorette starts. And please do hang out with me for that if you want. So no matter how slowly you get there, the point of dating, I would say, tell me if you agree, is to see how immersed you want to be in another person's existence. Like if I'm sitting across the table from some gorgeous woman who's smart and funny and I'm cracking up and I feel, you know, whatever, we're having a great time. I'm going to be immersed in that experience. Like I'm not going to be really focused on anything else. I mean, let's be honest. And that's what I'm kind of talking about here. What happens in long-term relationships is we get away from the immersion and that can happen ra relatively quickly. And then most couples wait six years before trying couples therapy and only a little over 30% of couples actually try couples therapy before they divorce. And there were 600 something thousand divorces this year. Uh, in America. So more people need to go to couples therapy, more people need to just start their relationships in healthier ways. Bottom line, we'll watch season finale in a little bit <laughs> to see if this idea, right? Can you be dating all these people and still come up with a secure attachment? Ladies and gentlemen, a secure, healthy attachment where we can feel safe, where we have trust, where there's commitment. This is what we're talking about. Is it possible? I don't know. There was a lot of crying going on in the uh, the teaser for tonight's finale of The Bachelorette. We'll see a little later. Meg in Seattle says, I'm beginning to wonder if I will ever find someone who has a secure attachment style. I have a secure attachment style, Meg. And there are many people who have secure attachment styles. I would say secure attachment is the dominant attachment style. That's the good news. Now, is it the case that everybody we meet is going to have the skills, Meg? No. Especially if you're in a heterosexual relationship and you're looking for a guy. A guy who's my age or older, right? I'm turning 40 soon. A guy who's my age or older may come from the old school and that's fine. I came from the old school. You can come from the old school and love in new ways, in more effective ways. And this is what I tell the men who I work with specifically, but anybody who's an athlete. If you're an athlete, you understand what it requires. Commitment each and every day to get into the gym to go for the run, to warm up, to cool down, to eat right, to hydrate, to do all the things. So if you're an athlete, then you'll understand what it means to be committed to something. And all I'm saying is at the very beginning of a romance, a passionate, fierce love, even on a first date, you can know <laughs> that you, you are organically a good match in terms of your physical attraction to one another. You will know that almost immediately, okay? <laughs> it doesn't take long. There are different approaches to that particular idea. Seema, the matchmaker from that Netflix show, she wouldn't agree with me at all. I'm sure she wouldn't agree with me. Meg says five years at this, LOL. Five years at what? But anyway, Seema Taparia on the Indian matchmaking, she really, she says 60, you can get 60, 70% of the match. I say 80%. I would never... Married, like I believe in marriage, for instance, I'll, I'll get, I'll probably get married again. You know, I may not get married again, 
but I probably will get married again because I believe in it. it's very part. It's very much a part of my cultural traditions in which I will continue in my existence. So if I get married again, you can bet it's not going to be with a match that's not 80% or higher. I would say 90%. 90% is what I'm looking for, Seema, just in case you were wondering. Meg uh, says online dating. Oh, you've been doing online dating for five years. Is that what you're saying, Meg? What's the deal? What are you looking for? You know, okay, we're doing matchmaking. <laughs> Meg, what is your list? The first thing on your list that you're looking for in a soulmate. And I believe you can have multiple soulmates, by the way. What do I mean by soulmate? I mean a really great match that's 90% or higher. Loyalty. That's easy. Loyalty is easy, right, Meg? <laughs> I mean, I think so, but whatever. What's the second one? We're hanging out with uh, Meg from Seattle. Meg is looking for loyalty, number one. Number two, compassion. And she goes on, adventurous, fun, intelligent. Okay, that's all. What else? I don't know. If you. What are the hard ones? <laughs> What are the hard ones, Meg? What's the what are the ones that are that are difficult to find out there? You said you've been at this online dating for thing for five years. Abby says such wise words, Cuzzo. Cheers. Keep listening to the show, Abby. Billions of people who are dating right now all over the world. Technology, specifically Hinge, the dating app Hinge, and anything that comes after that's better than it. I would say there's nothing better than it right now, but anything that comes after after it you know, is going to connect to people who you wouldn't even imagine you'd ever meet in your existence. And there'll be better matches than was ever possible before. It's just rational. Uh, Angelica asked Meg, what are you running into out there? And Meg says, every single person has been a train wreck. <laughs> anyway, Erica says, her number one thing on the 90% soulmate match is chemistry. And I would agree with you, Erica. If there is not sexual chemistry from the beginning, from the moment I look into somebody's eyes, I want nothing to do with that. But that's just me. You could say I have my standards too high, but that's where I'm starting. That's where this show is starting from. A place of like, hey, I want you to stay connected from the very beginning. When you're starting to date, whether you start to date in high school or you're dating in college or whatever. As you start to date, I want you to understand what your 90% match is. And then I won't I don't want you to slip beyond below 80% match very quickly. I would give it until your 30s. <laughs> Erica, would you agree with me? Erica agrees with me. Erica says, I've never been on a dating site. Can you believe it? I mean I can. I can. I'm sure there's plenty of gorgeous, amazing people who are not on dating apps right now. But if there are any gorgeous, amazing people out there who would like to jump on a dating app, I would say jump on Hinge. And that's just me. All right, everybody, we're wrapping up our show tonight. We're going to dive into The Bachelorette. Quick reminder about my sh upcoming show next week, next Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time with Mariana Moreno. Uh, she's my guest co-host. She's jumping on the show again for a second time. Maybe she'll come on the show for a third time. We'll see. We're talking about love languages. Now I know Mariana, she likes love languages. I don't like love languages. I think they're very limiting, to be honest with you. But it's gonna be a great conversation. I hope you tune in to that show. If you don't wanna miss it live on TikTok at A Better Love Project, then just subscribe to the podcast of Better Love with Dr. Greg. You can find that at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Quick shout out to the production team, Karina, Radhika, and Bella at A Better Love Project. Thanks everybody for your creativity and your commitment to a better love. I'm Dr. Greg from my heart to yours. Love each other fiercely until next week.